Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the official podcast for fans of Earthquake. <laughs> the best comedian that no one's talking about. Uh, quaking it. We love him. We wanted, we're trying to get him on the pod, but he wants 40k just for an appearance. But uh, yeah, if you love Quake, you're in the right place. Yeah. Welcome to Richter Scale. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Andy Richter and Earthquake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how they have molded both of our lives. That Venn diagram does not cross. <laughs> They're on opposite ends of the pole. Richter kills it on uh, social media. He's a, he's a justice warrior. I think he's one of the most unsufferable people in all of social media. Too much? We get it, Richter. We get it, man. You feel bad. I'll give right? that take a 2.1. Oh, okay. Well, on the Richter I can't scale. wait to hear yours. You're, I know you're a Richter apologist. No, I think he's right that uh, you should be angry and you should try to make sure that people know how where you stand. I guess sure. maybe he does. But don't it too be a much, quivering but... douche about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's just always holding a cup of tea and it's splashing everywhere because his hands are shaking. He should probably raise his kids a little bit yeah. more because uh-huh. he's he... on there a lot. He's like replying to like random comics and being like hell yeah you know yeah. it's like wait what are you doing mm-hmm. you're reading the replies yeah your son is drowning right now <laughs> you lost three children to yeah. preventable accidents and a wife i heard <laughs> Did his wife blind item him? yeah i have no idea this <laughs> this side man's funny piece what <laughs> Ginger-haired sidekick <laughs> recently lost his whole family while he was tweeting that Bernie was the way to go. Yes. <laughs> that Warren was a witch. I'm a Rictard, all right? <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Richter head. Richter and Morty. Yeah, he Rick tore me open back in the day. It was weird when Conan lost Richter and they were both kind of lost out there, you know? Uh-huh. They were both trying to figure out what it was to be alone. Did that happen? Yeah, it's like when I moved to Vegas and I didn't have you there all the time. You were, yeah, just floating out there. It was a dark night of the soul. I was untethered. Just a torso bobbing in the in the wake. Yeah, it was like Krang when he wasn't inside the giant robot. <laughs> just a brain yeah. getting getting garbage yeah. stuck to it. Yeah, exactly. Like I was like experiencing stuff centrally, but I couldn't touch. Mm. That's why it was about you, man. Shivo style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> barely conscious. I got my shy vote of approval. Me and Lund are both wearing the same t-shirt somehow. Hey, shirt buddies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guy he is. I got I to gotta give a shout out to my buddy Nathan here. <laughs> I flew back from Montana yesterday, and my sister was picking us up, but in order for me to not have to drive an extra half hour, Lund met us at the airport in my car, did a car swap, Got in the car, rode back with Sophie Mel and Jansicock. That's the kind of friend this guy is. Hey. I was literally going to be riding back to where the car was located because he lives, you know, above my sister. Uh, he lives in her hayloft up there. They just throw up fish heads every now and then, smack the roof with a broom, and he knows it's time to feed. But yeah, that's that's how good of a guy this guy is over here, right across from me. The hey. human thumb, Nathan Lund. He cut his hair. I love my best friend. I love you too. I don't know if I love this haircut. <laughs> I did it for a good reason, I guess, to raise money for bands. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Pretty selfless. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been so damn hot, uh, I thought about shaving my head anyway. And you, just, just needed, you just needed to do it for a good cause. Well, I just, no. I, well, so I thought about it, and then when you couldn't, be uh, the UMS fundraiser host, and I got to fill in. They were like, oh, what could be some fun stuff? I didn't want to get kicked in the nuts or something. So I offered to shave my pubes live on camera. <laughs> yeah, that would have been yeah. pretty neat. Uh-huh. And then Buckley was going to wear him as a beard. <laughs> he didn't want to know what the adhesive oh, was. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Probably sweat. 
Yeah. Probably ball sweat. Oh, man. <laughs> Driving down today? Yeah. In the Impala? In the Impala? You ever get that thing? You're not a plus-size guy, Becker, but me and Lundover he here... He thinks he is. He was trying to commiserate uh, before we started recording. Oh, yeah, it's so hot. He's got when body you're fat. issues. Oh, you're, you were saying, oh, yeah, your dick. Yeah. No, I, I also fluctuate. Oh, okay, so you've been big. Yeah, I go for... I, I like, keep 44-inch waist pants in my closet. Whoa, just in case? 44? Remind you where you came from? Yeah. What, are you trying to walk around with Jake Brown in there, too? What are you no. talking about, 44? No, dude, I was wearing, like, 42s, 44s, like, Jenko's. maybe five months ago. Like, no, you weren't. Yeah, I was, and at the beginning of shutdown, I was walking 10 to 13 miles every day. Oh, so you're... What were you hunting for? <laughs> were you trying to find the, like, the guy got, who killed I your wife? I got free time. <laughs> I should maybe fight off some of this diabetes team. Sure. Yeah, anyway, I don't think you're a big fat pig like us. So, uh, quit, <laughs> stealing, knows, quit, quit stealing Valor. He knows right? about it. He's been there. Yeah. I've, I, haven't, I haven't been a 44. And you can put away a crazy amount of food. Yeah, yeah you, you have you issues. Can, you can uh, competitively hang with the, the biggest dudes around. Yeah, I ate two large pizzas from my favorite Italian place in the Springs last night because I picked them up before... I was done working on my trip. Were you mourning the loss of a child? Whoa. What do you mean? You no, made two just... pizzas, you sat down, you're like, oh, this is the evening. Yeah. It's Monday night, the feeling's right. Yeah, I figured, you know. <laughs> you put on I some Frasier. I don't need that. <laughs> I should put on Doctor Who, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the black relaunch they had. The Doctor Who dat. Oh, <laughs> what? He was a Saints fan. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Cajun. Anyway. But yeah, one time Aaron Uris made me feel bad for the amount of cheeseburgers I ordered, and that'll stick with me for the rest of my life. In and out? Yep. Well, how many did you get? I think I got five double-doubles. Oh my god. Well, yeah, I, I want to watch you feed, because... Uh, I do too. I've watched Sam. He lacks the enzyme that uh, tells his brain that he's full. <laughs> that's so what I it's have. Impressive. I, I really have that. We're that's a not a thing, whackers. actually. No. According to Emily, that's horseshit. It's an eating disorder. <laughs> She's a doctor. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, good. And I thought I was special. No. <laughs> well, God made me this and way. And I definitely did that to myself when I was a drug addict and just wasn't eating that often. Huh. So it turned off like my hunger sig- signals and my full signal. And I don't get Whoa. like nauseous from being too full either. I'll just go pass out. I think I had the opposite <laughs> thing where I choked. Choked my hunger signal with death. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how many trips to the buffet is enough. I'll tell you when I've had enough brain. (laughs) Damn. My stomach will just be like, so you're still out there putting it in, huh? That's what you're doing out there? You've got all the agency. I just got to stay here and process this fucking garbage dump. But yeah, keep shoving it in. We were, oh, we're at CeCe's Pizza Buffet again? Good call, brain. You're not allowed in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. The hands are committing treason against the mouth once more. Excellent work. Well, were you going to say something about being a big guy, getting hot and sweaty, shaving your pubes? Oh, my balls were sweaty. Yeah, you're nice. Let's get back to let, Let's explore that. Yeah. I'm glad I remembered that. Yeah. Instead no of just moving forward. No one's covered this territory yet on a podcast. But yeah, so I, uh, I did end up shaving my head. As, like, a fun stunt. Yeah. Glad I did it. You look like a turtle who lost its shell. (laughs) For sure. Look like a lot of things. Uh, Christy's roommate, Nathan, sent me a picture of a wrestler whose name I couldn't think of right away. So, you know, he's obscure. But it's Big Bully Busick. (laughs) And and when I thought of it, I was like, damn, nice job, Nathan. (laughs) Nathan to Nathan. He nailed it. Uh, Bald guy. I keep seeing my (laughs) brother in the mirror. Bald guy? (laughs) <laughs> this big bully Busick bald uh, Oh, I thought you were just saying you look like a bald guy. And I was like, oh, good work, one. No, no, the big bully Busick <laughs> uh, wit? character had bald head and like a uh, fun, old-timey, fake-looking mustache. Okay. 
Uh, I keep seeing my brother in the mirror because he shaves his head. Well, you are also eating a lot of peyote. A lot of peyote. Yeah, yeah, yeah my brother, he died it. when I was seven. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's older than me because time in the afterlife is <laughs> fucked up, I guess. Yeah, I just keep seeing my brother whenever I shut my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Jason! <laughs> oh, Jason! Oh, J-Boy! Jason Love! Why'd you have to chase that squirrel down a well, Jason? <laughs> I almost drowned a lot today, this weekend. Is that right? In the river, the Bitterroot River. So yeah, I was able to do UMS as your fill-in, your stunt double, right. your stunt trouble. Yeah. I said a lot of my troubling double, things double. on set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm your, I'm your, your set double double. You're, you're understudy. Eat five of you. <laughs> <laughs> the understudy from another muddy. Uh, Big muddy. I'm That's always, what I'm sitting in right now. These underwear need to be thrown away. When you've thrown your arm out, you know, you're 120 pitches in, it's the bottom of the eighth, mm-hmm. and the uh, manager taps his left hand, I know, to yeah. come jogging in from the outfield. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 usually you ride on him like a, a burrow, right? Don't you come in on a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of Eastbound and Down. I am, yeah. Uh, I, I did rip him use... off, and then uh, <laughs> and I was sued, so I could no longer... I had to kill my burrow. I do love Eastbound and Down. You might say I have Eastbound and Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does make you feel like you're pretty stupid the more you watch it. You're like, yeah. why? Uh-huh. No, nah, it's good stuff. I developed an extra chromosome. <laughs> just yeah, so I understand I, it. <laughs> I, uh, you know what we need more of is a, a main character of, a, of an, uh, an idiot white guy who's been very successful and oblivious to how much of a monster he is. And yeah. then the slow education of that grown adult man-child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a man learning through the pain of others that that's, he's caused. That's what everybody needs, is more of that. Just, oh, it's so hard being a white guy learning how to not be an asshole. It is tough, and especially once you're a millionaire and then you fall from grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a great story. Someone should tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did that because you... I did UMS because you went up to Montana right. to... Tour a shrimp farm. Tour a shrimp farm is the uh, alibi that he has come up with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to go. Uh, I had to go to reservation and settle a score. <laughs> right, you know what I mean. Yeah, you killed the man that killed your father. I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. in uh, in the dusty uh, dust bowl of Montana. I also domed a box of Apple Jacks. Oh yeah, one sitting. Yeah, one sitting. Dude. One bowl. Sat, sat down just in a, a wheelbarrow. Yeah, <laughs> and hose water, not even milk. Just well, he water. had an empty shrimp pool that he wasn't utilizing, mm-hmm. so we filled it up with apple jacks, and then you know we milked Lund. And you were there, uh, so. <laughs> but yeah, I toured a shrimp facility with a man uh, named James Vaughn up at Mission Valley Shrimp. Shout out to Jimmy Vaughn. He let us come on. I'm sure it was me, and uh, I look like you know. This, which is alarming alone, and then there's Mel. Shaved uh, Mastodon. Right, yeah. I look like a, a panda who lost its skin. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a Mastodon noise. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> oh, gee, man. Spit take. <laughs> we need more sound effects on this show. Yeah, punch it up. Yeah, Becker. That's Becker's you... <laughs> job. He needs to add in some fun <laughs> zippers and kazoos and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody falling down a map. <laughs> what is that? A man floating falling through time off a, and space? Well, falling off a cliff like a uh, cartoon. I saw a guy just spinning like an old timey fifties movie. You know, it's like, and then you see like the neon sign that says like triple X. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Adults only falling into the bottom of a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, great time. I mean, we showed up. It was me and Mel, who's black. 
you know, and this guy's probably never seen a black guy except for when he lost a bunch of money betting on the Globetrotters. Uh, and then my buddy Ryan Jansicock, who, if you put a sundress on him, looks like you, you know, looks like he's non-gender binary, has a touch of autism. He ate a bunch of Adderall to, quote, get ready for the big meeting. <laughs> so, he, he went in there with his brain just, you know, three days from now. <laughs> he, was, he was in the future. <laughs> he was already peeling shrimp. And then we show up to Mission Valley Shrimp Farm, and uh, a bunch of chickens running around, which is fun, until you have to get out of the car, and then they're attacking you. And uh, we walk in, and we meet a man named James Vaughn, who is literally covered in shrimp debris. He's wearing a Carhartt <laughs> shirt and uh, cargo shorts, and there's just a bunch of shrimp shells yeah. stuck all over his body. Uh, like, cause it, it was like it looked, it looked like he like dropped his phone in one of the pools, <laughs> yeah, and then had to fight his way out of there when he went to reclaim right. it, <laughs> or were. he just ate like fifteen shrimp before we got there raw. Well, he's probably doing the lawnmower, you know, over the, all the shrimp carcasses. Right, yeah. The ones that weren't, uh, you know, aesthetically pleasing enough for market. Yeah, he just has a jeweler's loop. So you're just <laughs> inspecting yeah. every one of them. Oh, you do. You have all of your fan legs. Excellent. Uh, feather legs, actually, is the term we use in the business. Right. But yeah, he gave us a tour of his uh, his operation. He's got a great operation up there. If you're ever in uh, very, very northwestern Montana and you're thinking... I need about a pound and a half of shrimp right now. Check out Mission Valley Shrimp. It's on the reservation up there. Uh, he did mention that he had a couple federal felonies because um, he used to run a <laughs> septic tank system, and he for sure poisoned a river on the reservation. Uh, we looked it up. Damn. Yeah, so he, uh, he's, he proudly told us that very few men have had a, a case against the EPA. <laughs> And he acted like, of course, you're just going to catch a federal felony if you're in the shrimp game long enough. Mm. Like, that's just, that's just you know, comes with the territory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he poisoned uh, a river. Very nice guy. We bought some shrimp <laughs> off of him. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to start a shrimp operation. Yeah, that's your next big adventure. I thought you were full of shit. You were... Uh, right up until a couple months ago, you were talking about how, how you're going to have a hot dog cart. That's still in the works. It's just they right. shut down the... Uh, they shut down permitting for hot dog carts in Larimer County because of the because of the COVID. Yeah, as Jim kept saying, when the COVID struck, mm -hmm. like it was, uh, you know, lightning <laughs> on the horizon. <laughs> uh, his uncle showed up, who looked exactly like Leatherface, about a seventy-five-year-old man who showed up in a tractor. <laughs> And then Jim said, "We got so we got to go get some dirt." He said excitedly. He said he's going to go. Get <laughs> oh, it's dirt time! Yeah, he's like, "We're going to get about forty tons of dirt today." Um, yeah, man. It was fun. It was fun to see a man really in his element out there, shrimping. Yeah, a lot of comics are struggling to figure out what to do now that the business has slowed down, uh, stopped almost completely. You mm -hmm. know, there's a few random shows you can do, and now some clubs are trying to do shows, but I feel like that's not going to last for long. No. So comics are like, do I do I start a YouTube channel? Do I do, I do Twitch? Right. You know, do I start playing video games and broadcasts? Do I sell nudes? Yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, comics are starting to sell their bodies, mm -hmm. and you figure hot dogs, shrimp. People love to eat. I'm going to sell about fifteen to seventeen smaller bodies per pound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shrimps. People can eat them. Hopefully, we can get up to the eleven to twelve. That's a jumbo pound right there. Eleven mm -hmm. to twelve shrimp per. About as big as the palm of your hand. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like uh, this is like a real thing that uh, your brother-in-law... Well, we shouldn't say that. He hasn't earned that right. No, he hasn't. But you, uh, your sister's uh, man friend right. 
has done the research and says... This guy has been sniffing around my sister's pussy for a couple years. (laughs) Will they or won't they? Yeah. (laughs) This guy has been hogging down my sis. (laughs) And we... Yeah, uh, he, he looked into... A few different things like smart business ventures or whatever, and mm-hmm. and this is where you guys are the direction you guys are heading. Yeah, we were Shrimp. going to uh, commit some kind of industrial espionage. Yeah, why not uh, a big bank heist? Well, we looked into it, and apparently they don't have gold bars <coughs> in the banks anymore. That's when we really started to lose our way as a country. Was when yeah, we got off the gold standard. When FDR stole all of our gold from us back in '33. That's right. That was what was under that blanket. Was yeah. all the gold. <laughs> yeah, you can walk just fine. All the gold in Canada was underneath that blanket. Uh-huh. <laughs> Getting it out of the White House through Eleanor. Yeah, she was smuggling it out in her in her little dumpling pouch. <laughs> she, she, she was bricked up. That's why, oh, she that's why she didn't have sex with men. There was too much gold in their pussy. Yeah, it would have given away the ghost. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was just rattling around like an arcade machine. <laughs> she pay out? Yeah. <laughs> Jackpot. New high score <laughs> yeah. for a socialist president. <laughs> I like FDR. I'll say it. Say, uh, what was your joke about FDR? That is, the blanket smelled... Oh, of yeah. rotten peaches and socialism. What old, was it? It was old smelling leg blanket FDR. The big punchline that I was just trying to add a couple more tags to because it wasn't a big enough payoff was what? yeah the distractor line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was priming the pump. So <laughs> hey, look over here. They didn't see that I was putting diesel in a regular engine. Uh, it was you know uh, what's the difference between FDR and abortion? One of them made it three terms. Now that hell, joke hell yeah. brought down the house. Uh, when I say brought down the house, I mean there were riots. <laughs> the rare joke that was not an opener or a closer, it was both. It was a bookend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could open with it, people love it, and then the callback, same cadence, same joke. Yeah, I would kill the lights, and then the lights would come up, and I'd be sitting in a wheelchair with a blanket over my legs, smoking a very long cigarette. That's right. And there'd be a dead baby in my hands, and I'd say, whoopsie, and then I would go sell t-shirts. <laughs> What's the new deal with carrying a baby to term? <laughs> Yeah, FDR loved women's rights. He did. Frankie I don't, D. I don't think that's true. I think Eleanor forced him to champion women's well, rights. Well, she had to force him all over. She was the one pushing the chair. He was a cousin fucker because it wasn't just Eleanor that he was banging. He like They were like third cousins and FDR was like, not hot enough. Yeah, this isn't enough taboo. Yeah. He had to get the buzzer. <laughs> The game taboo, yeah. He's like, oh, I have to fuck my cousin again. Ah, man. This sucks. I'm putting up an adequate amount of resistance. Yeah. He had the the card, and it's like, uh, uh, incest. Nope, you said it. That was the word. (laughs) Taboo's a fun game to play. Uh... But sure. yeah, I'm anyone... more of a trouble man. Do you like trouble? Uh, yeah. Like you the... like Yahtzee like a fucking sociopath. I'm addicted to the Yachts. Yahtzee yeah. sucks. The most skillless game. Come on. Ever. There's some skill. No, there's not. What's what's the skill? Take decision, your chance or decision, take your ones? Decision making. Oh, wow. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, what a with, shitty adventure. With each roll of the dice. <laughs> the worst adventure since the Trail of Tears is a game of Yahtzee. <laughs> no one wins. Except for no. Andrew Jackson. Right, yeah. No, it's uh, pretty good. It's except good. for the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they're taking the power back. Mm-hmm. How many comics that? had a trail of beers, Joe? <laughs> Everybody. Uh, I had one. Definitely. Brant Tobler did. Bomb Hour had seven. <laughs> <laughs> He'd call back to it. Bookend, baby. 
We uh, should mention we have a special guest coming up later in this episode. Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald is going to stop by. Is he swinging in? Yeah. Good. Apparently, uh, yeah, I called him earlier, and uh, he said that he was busy. He had When I called him, he had his hand up a horse's ass, and, uh, and after a couple hours, he had to go into work as a veterinarian. Hey! <laughs> it is taboo to fuck a horse, but Dr. Kev's trying to change but isn't, all that. But doesn't it make the most sense? What's a closer relationship between man and beast than man and horse. Those horses have carried Western progress. Manifest Destiny rode on the back of a horse. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there, you know, cutting across Kentucky, maybe you got a coonskin cap on. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying, you're not going to fuck your horse when you set up your tent in the desert? You know what I always say is the best part about fucking a horse is that you have a ride home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to call anyone an Uber. <laughs> no, the best part is actually that a horse can't tell the police that you fucked the horse. Oh, so now you're, you're raping the horse? Well, it's not rape. But, you know, the the horse doesn't have a say either way. You know, body language, maybe. The horse could also run away if it wanted to. Or kick you. Yeah, kick you right in the head. Yeah, kick you in the chest, snap your sternum. Hard getting a boner when your sternum's snapped open. Yeah, that's pretty, Trust good, me. pretty good defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, I just think that I don't really, I'm not surprised when people uh, bang their horses. Yeah, so we got Dr. Kev coming through. <laughs> yeah, he's going to weigh in on this topic. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's he's got a couple of Pre-eminent shocking horse takes. fucking <laughs> defender, <laughs> champion of horse man relationships, Kevin Fitzgerald. Uh, telling that stock joke made me think of a fun memory. I'm gonna take you to the stockyard. This put you on the scales. Put me <laughs> in some stocks for looking at for looking at my cousin wrong. <laughs> We're Puritans here. Even even looking is a sin. Yeah, smelling's not though. Well, as, yeah. As long as you don't make a sound, you can you can take in a scent. But if you go, <laughs> that's violence. Yeah, maybe you lick your lips. Uh, I want to. This is one of my favorite <laughs> stories of us. We've got some good ones, but there was a time. Are you going to the notes? <laughs> I'm going to the notes. Okay. <laughs> I want to keep us on some kind of schedule. Sure. We can't talk about shrimp shit for the next 45 minutes. I'd love to. I have a lot of great ideas. People <laughs> put the shrimp on the hot dog. Yeah. Have we talked about this? Bayou dog? Whoa. You'd need little ones. Golf dog? Well, yeah. Some little yeah. ones on top of a hot... on a top of, And then bacon on the shrimp? Is that wow. too much? Well, bacon-wrapped shrimp is a known well, That's quantity. a thing. And then bacon-wrapped hot dogs are great. So get get some shrimp in the middle. What about hot dogs we'll with shrimp? We'll call it a gout dog. Yeah. Hot dogs with shrimp filling inside? Instead of, uh, you know, raccoon tails and pig eyeballs? You take the Play-Doh Fun Factory shove shrimp in there so it comes out in the shape of a star yeah and then put it on a hot dog I mean we these, there's no bad ideas in the shrimp game there's all innovation half and do we half shrimp yeah yeah half and do he <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah uh, but no this is a good story cool let's, let's get it out there alright years ago uh, a comic named Jen Kasheka worked at the children's hospital here mm-hmm. and she put together a Christmas program for the kids a there a Christmas the spectacular kids. yeah yeah, every, every, this is their last Christmas. That's right. <laughs> Let's make it a good one. Yeah, we gotta make it count. If you weren't, uh, if you were able to, you know, uh, get from your bed down to the lobby of the yeah. children's hospital, you and were there was able a to race. Have... There was only ten seats available, so they had to fight it out in the stairwell. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, we had a limited number of tickets because uh, we wanted to make sure that we had a full house. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, there were a bunch of kids that came down, and a bunch of comics performed, and we did a thing together. 
where we told a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told a, a story about how I wanted a bike as a kid, and well, and we watched a lot of people bomb before. Everybody us, was too. eating shit in yeah. front of these dying like, kids. There was comics going up there, being like, "So, you guys know about the Federal Reserve?" You know, <laughs> or like uh, Michael Carter is like I trying to tell like, people yeah. about the truth. Yeah, it's like these bitches be tripping, <laughs> a lot of that kind of stuff. To, like, yeah, everybody kids was kids on ventilators. <laughs> yeah, everybody was swinging and missing there all was a, over the place. A boy in an iron lung. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even he was like, "Man, I wish uh, I wish I were dead right he now." He pulled his own plug. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, "I'm out of here." I shivo my own ass. <laughs> Peace, <laughs> deuces, Grandma, I'm coming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Yeah. But you it's a rough crowd when an eight year old boy's last words are I'm going to hell <laughs> And then he has to his, his he used all of his reserve strength and his uh bone marrowless body to, to yank the plug out of the wall. It's a tough crowd, you know? Yeah, I didn't yeah. sell any merch, let's put it that way. Yeah, no yeah, no shirts were no shoes because they had, a lot of them didn't have feet. Juvenile <laughs> diabetes. But, yeah, we we had a pretty good plan, which was, I told, I was the straight man, well, and who went I, up I told a story. Us, remember? Uh, yeah, Chris Meeks. Who I think is a sex offender. Physical comedy master. Right. He wore a contraption where, he, he was like a, a gorilla suit, right? And then he would open a cage on his torso and his face would be in there? No, it, it was a Halloween costume sure. that is a forced perspective uh, illusion or whatever, where it's he's in this a suit, but it looks like there's a gorilla holding a cage with him inside of right. the cage. Yeah, yeah. So a real and a lot of these kids real were brain teaser. <laughs> yeah, they were victims of gorilla attacks. So <laughs> yeah, it didn't not appropriate. Go over very well. No, <laughs> a lot of them had that disease from outbreak. <laughs> AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> was it monkey fever? I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever it was. Apis. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, that dude. Uh, I don't. I think he might have been wrongfully accused. I don't remember. He, Let's not get into he, that. He did some hard time for yeah. sure. He was he was not the the monkey. No, but he was. He was man in the, the cage. cage. Yeah. <laughs> some foreshadowing in the children's hospital lobby. Yeah, the truth he, from the mouths of babes. He he had but he had left banana peels everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, we were like, hey, let's fall on those banana peels. Easy so, yeah, money. We yeah, we started off just falling. Physical comedy for kids, of course. Whoopsie daisying, as we call it. I had a giant hammer and I smacked ha- Sam in the head, and then there were stars and birds <laughs> right. flying around. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, uh, there was a lot of cheap pops. Right, <laughs> is what yeah. we call. I kept them. going achiwawa. <laughs> A dog bit me on the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Trained dog. That was pretty good. But yeah, so we got him, and then we had... We got those little We had the, the classic two-man you know story where I'm telling a sincere memory from Christmas uh, where I wanted a bike very badly, and I didn't think I was going to get one, and then I did, you know, just because I, I don't know, mowed lawns or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I mowed lawns in winter. Yeah, now, it was very ableist. It was definitely a lie. You were the bragging kids, about the kids body saw working right through enough it. to ride a bike and work. <laughs> hey, so I'm a healthy, strapping 10-year-old, and I'm like, yeah. man, I'd love a bike. <laughs> you know, a, a normal one. Anyone ever rode a bike out there? <laughs> what all you hear is, beep, beep, <laughs> So... <laughs> While I'm telling the story, Sam is behind me, you know, mugging it up, making funny faces. Oh, rubber facing. Yeah. Giving the old Jim Carrey treatment. Nice. Yes. Yeah, a lot of like, whoo, 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 you know? <laughs> I wasn't making any noises out of respect to your, your story craft. Well, no, yeah, it was good because uh, you were getting the laugh, and then I would turn around yeah. to see what was going on, and, and you acted like, like, yeah, hey, I'm just, I'm just behind you for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... 
right back here. I'm just your bodyguard. Uh-huh. I'm just eating this 12-foot sub. The party sub. <laughs> eating all the bananas we slipped on. <laughs> yeah, just the peels. <laughs> That's where the nutrients are. Mm-hmm. You can get high off them, apparently. Yeah, it was a good... It was a good... Uh, good set. It was wholesome. The kids liked it. We, we did We did the damn job, brother. We slipped again uh, after, at, at the end. Uh-huh. Solid callback. And for sure we had the best set. And we're talking, there were some really good comics there. Bill Burr, <laughs> Paula Poundstone. She she was excited to do the gig. Paula Poundstone, <laughs> yeah, never left. No, uh-uh. She acted like she was sick so that she could live there. Mm-hmm. Didn't she molest kids? Yeah, for sure. Nice. That's why you said that, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> But then the best part was when we Thanks, were man. When, 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 when checkmate. When we were little did we know that Stone was a nine year old kid that she kept in the basement at her house. She was pounding stone. <laughs> so <laughs> we <laughs> we on the way out we had parked in the garage and we didn't like know that you needed the validation. A ticket or something. We didn't want to pay the eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, to go we weren't getting, for sick children. We weren't getting paid for the gig. It was a bad gig. I'm not gonna lose money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already get you know gas money to East Colfax was mm-hmm. enough. Yep. But yeah, so we didn't know. We we told the attendant like, hey man, we were in there entertaining those you know the kids, but we didn't know we had to hold on to our ticket or whatever. And he was like, oh yeah, you guys are comics. Let's hear a joke. And Sam, after leaving a children's hospital, goes with this one. Oh, all right. You hear this one? Uh, an old man and a young... Why don't you tell it? You love it. Well, it's a classic joke. <laughs> it's the perfect joke for when you're leaving a children's hospital yeah. parking garage. Let's, yeah. Let's hear it. So you know, you're trying to impress a parking garage attendant, and these guys love to laugh. <laughs> gotta, gotta give them something good and relatable. You gotta give them something to talk about. You gotta give them something to figure out. So I hit him with the classic, an old man and a little boy are walking into the woods alone at night. Uh, the little boy looks up at the old man and says, I don't want to go in the woods, mister. It's scary. And the old man looks at the little boy and says, you're scared. i got to walk back alone. Pause for <laughs> laughter. We look at the attendant and he just goes, all right, get out of here. Like, <laughs> can you imagine a worse joke to tell this guy? I mean, I guess it's not like he's in there like helping save sick kids, but he's no. he knows what's going on in that children's hospital. He's collecting money from sad people all the right. time. Oh, yeah. He yeah. is he knows watching... He knows there's not a barrel of laughs in there. He's watching parents leave the parking garage clutching like an old binky, a blanket. Right. Well, a lot of them drive in with a kid, yeah. and then they leave alone drive out yeah with nothing <laughs> right yeah just memories, memories. that will haunt them forever <laughs> just memories that are cut short psychic scars and uh yeah just the perfect like i'm sure that was you just thought of it you needed we needed a joke that's my go-to joke it's your go-to yeah it's, it's a, a good great one joke. it's funny it's dark yeah it's one of the best jokes yeah it's pretty great joke yeah but man just the perfect uh the perfect Something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. No, you could you couldn't have uh, picked a better one for just the. the I moment. didn't pick. I didn't go through my rolodex of hot bits. Okay. And then hit him with it. I was like, this. That's literally whenever anyone tells me to tell him a joke, I tell him that one because usually they'll either laugh and I know they're cool, or they'll be like, all right, move it along, Buster. You know, right. and they, I hop in the tube and ride down the water slide or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it either they're either like, this is disgusting, you're a bad person, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Or they're like, all right, let's get a couple shots of Rumble Mints over here. <laughs> this guy's the king. <laughs> now we're partying. And I drink it out of their wife's tits, and it's another night in Tampa. But I did another one of those gigs at the hospital. And this was for sick adults and children. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of moving up the ladder. 
you know. Right, yeah, you, you passed uh, the first audition. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I did another one of these gigs. It was me, Kate, and Holland, and Hippie Man. You know, two great comics. And then and hi- Hippie Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. And uh, Adam, you know, he had to go first. He did fine. Hippie Man goes up there. He does. They do fine. And literally, we're in a room as big as this, right here in the basement of Mutinary Information Cafe. We're in a safe. It's about... 18 inches by 27 inches. It's cramped. We're in the bottom of the old spaghetti factory in the former bank vault. uh, And there's a bunch of Liberty Bonds in one corner. Where all the immigrants are buried Mm -hmm. once they've fulfilled their contract. That's their... They call it the ticket home. Yeah. The immigrant had those wishes. Take them out. So... (laughs) I, I get up there and I'm do I'm doing okay. I'm doing a lot of crowd work, you know. Nice wig. Uh, hey, how fast <laughs> yeah. does that chair go? That kind of stuff, you know. And uh, I'm riffing with this old bag up front. She's goofing. She's having a good time. Just a bag. Oh, literally. With feet. A, yeah, she's a bag of skin with what used to be bones and organs, and it's liquefied and coming out of her eyes. But I'm I doing something, and I'm like, hey, lady, you, you want to get out of here, you know? And she says, more than anything else. <laughs> and I laugh really hard, because yeah. that is literally, I forgot where I was. You right. know, I forgot to read the room. It was all Braille, because the eye cancer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and the only people laughing are Hippie Man and Adam in the hallway. And then me, I'm laughing in this yeah, woman's face. just the three of you laughing about how you're going to go home and mm-hmm. they are going to stay there until yeah. some hard decisions need to be made. <laughs> yeah, uh, until Damn. the lawyer gets the paperwork done. Yeah, oh. that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's hard because, yeah, what are you, you're supposed to give them a sense of normalcy. You don't want to just, you know, constantly be You don't want to remind them that they're sick. Right. So yeah. you're trying to have a light, positive, you know, fun vibe. Yeah. That always happens when we're asked to do, like, we're the comedy at the fundraiser for, you know, dog cancer. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Like, you're it's gonna... weird because they can all smell it on each other. Yeah, they, yeah they're they all comforting one another. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, yeah, there's <laughs> just it's an Uroboros. daisy chain of dogs sniffing each other. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah, there's a weird <laughs> thing, expectation of, like, yeah, you're going to turn this around. Or you're... it doesn't fit. No. If you're going to have something be for a, a serious cause, maybe don't try to have some idiot, you know, go up there and talk about how peanut butter's weird. Yeah. Don't try and bring levity to the heaviest of situations, mm. which are people confronting the idea of death and their own mortality. Yeah, it's a weird I mean, just all I'm process. saying is these triple, these triple gigs are bad. <laughs> <laughs> i got to quit working for Entertainment Max, because I keep getting, you know, the cancer wards. Uh, oh, the, n- nice to be back in the burn unit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can anybody hear out of these ears? Or <laughs> Yeah, I'm here to roast you. Is that a choo-choo? <laughs> it looks like it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my... That's I, I started using that at Comedy Works if I was starting a bomb. Like, oh, I'm glad you guys all came to a show right from the burn unit. <laughs> said goodbye to your son and now you're here yeah just when it's like what do you want what do you want from me right now what do you need from me did you guys just bury well that's what I pants? always do it'd be like you guys are mourning the death of your son and well, you're, you were right <clears throat> bingo bingo bango you know pretty insane yeah I have uh, I have a second second skin is that the term snake skin snake skin yeah I'm molting by the way, this James Vaughn guy who's covered in shrimp heads Jimmy V Jimmy V dude. Coach V Coach V yeah who is, you know, a well poisoner. He's committed war crimes, pretty much. Good guy, real generous. He wanted to crack some Bud Lights, he said, but he had to go pick up dirt with his 
But it's Dirt Hollowed Day. out uncle. Dirt Sunday. His uncle literally looked like a jack-o'-lantern in mid-November. Like it was left <laughs> on a dashboard. It was, he was grotesque. And we had to go back in the shrimp room, so he's like, hey, uncle, I'll be right back. And then the man just sits there with his eyes open, staring into nothing. He doesn't have a phone. He's not reading a newspaper. Just staring out, you know, of this lifeless body. Yeah. So anyway, he, he was like, hey, check this one. He grabs a shrimp out of the cage, you know, his hand's bleeding. And because uh, they're barbarous, man. Oh, so he okay. holds up this big shrimp that has a lot, it's molted. They molt and then they eat their own shells for the calcium. That's part of their mm. growth cycle. Shrimp apparently are cannibals. As soon as a shrimp dies, they'll fucking tear it apart in 10 minutes. Like, it doesn't survive. You'll never find a dead shrimp in a shrimp pool. That's a little word to the wise <laughs> from old Jimmy V. Uh, so he holds up this shrimp and he's like, hey, let's touch it. You know, this is what a shrimp feels like without the shell. And Mel goes to touch it and it twitches a little. And we all flinch. Yeah. And you can see Jimmy V be like, oh, this is who I'm dealing with. <laughs> Bunch of betas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that was a different tank. Yeah, they they're not, they can only have, what, two at a time. Yeah, or else, they fight and fuck. Yeah, they're, they're uh, real aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's funny that betas are alphas. Yeah. Man, God is pretty hilarious. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> you, just, you just cracked the fucking code. <laughs> I just, I just turned your mind inside out. Damn, dude. I just tie-dyed your brain. Incense and peppermint. <laughs> I was going to say earlier, Mission Valley was uh, a cult that I was a part of when I was a child. Yeah, what I remember Mission is Mission Valley. Valley is when you're having missionary-style sex with your wife and you dump ranch dressing in <laughs> I'm going to come. <laughs> yeah. Just a, a family-sized bottle of ranch. By the way, that's probably the worst thing to say to a woman. <laughs> I don't know why we all say that. Here like, comes the ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Who ordered honey mustard? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. It's been piling up in there. The yellowish hue yeah. means you probably got jaundice. No, it just means that you're uh, you're backed up. Oh, You've yeah? You've been saving it for a special occasion. <laughs> Oh, hey, Dr. Kev's here. Oh, no, really? That... Yeah, Dr. Kev came down. Let's Come on, on in, coming man. coming down the stairs, Dr. Kev. Hey, how's it going, young brothers? Hey, good to see you, Dr. Kev. How you doing today? Oh, man, I don't know if uh, if Lund told you, but earlier uh, I had my hand up a horse's ass, and then I, I looked at my watch and I realized, oh, God, i got to get into work. Yep, he did mention that. Oh, good. Yeah, he did He did your uh, your, your opener. It's my opener and my closer. It's a bookend joke, is what I call that. Well, now it seems like Lund has been stealing a lot from what you say. He said that earlier, too. I do get a lot of inspiration from Dr. Kev. Oh, that's okay, young brother. Don't worry about it, man. Whoa, hey, Sam, that's not really... That, that doesn't sound like me, I don't think. No, I'm sorry. I've been working on it. I've been trying. <gasps> it's pretty good. I've been standing in front of the mirror. Lund and I have been standing in front of mirrors. I've been trying to do an impression of you, and Lund just keeps seeing his brother's face. <laughs> Yeah, it's been... I see my brother, and I see uh, Alex Creasy. <laughs> Another deep cut. I got a Creasy vibe going on. Look him up. We all look like thumbs. So, Dr. Kev, what, what brings you to the show? Oh, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows that uh, even though we have this pandemic going on, you know, we got we to gotta spay and neuter our pets, you know? Because uh, if, if you stop spaying and neutering pets, we're going to be overrun. You know, the dogs and cats are going to start calling the shots. We can't have that. Yeah, it, it would be total anarchy. Society is already dangling from a tenuous string, you know. Uh, unemployment benefits are up. 
Uh, people are losing their jobs, mass evictions. What we can't handle right now is dogs and cats rising up. If we had an exponential number of dogs and cats on the streets, I mean, it would be just bedlam. But it would also be free food. You, well, that's what I'm saying. You, you would, the structures of society would tumble. Uh, because it, it's a slippery slope. Uh, just like if you start uh, letting letting gay people get married, then eventually... Okay, Dr. Kev. <laughs> eventually people are going to start marrying their dogs. It can go the other way as well. If you start eating dogs, eventually you're going to start eating gay people. No. Never. Like that shrimp? Seems, that seems misinformed. Yeah, sounds misanthropic, too. We need to be more like shrimp and eat our own, but... Dr. It, Kev, you're here advocating for, for the consumption of human meat? Shrimp have, do a lot of things right, I'll tell you that. They sure do. I feel like we do not need to learn from shrimp. Shrimp need to learn from us. <laughs> and we're getting off topic. But you do uh, say we need to chop off dog balls and cat pussies in order to survive. That's yeah, that's... Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> that's... That's what I say, young brother. Oh, you Foghorn know? Leghorn is here. <laughs> Dr. Kev's long time. I say, I say, I say. It's me, Foghorn Leghorn. Cartoon rooster. Yabba dabba do. <laughs> There's a lot going on down here, man. <laughs> you got that right. I like how everybody turns out kind of cartoonish and uh, like poultry with you. Wait, you're going to pull back the veil? <laughs> you're going to say it was an impression? <laughs> I thought we were going to really ride this thing. Well, I don't want I don't want to blur the lines between reality and fiction, you know. We have Dr. Kev down here, so let's, Obviously. let's keep it at that. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for letting people know that I'm a real person. Man, this is this is cliffhanger all over again. You need to let me handle the Sylvester Stallone impression. What you talking about? You had such a bad sly, and you insisted on doing it. Well, I don't really know what you're talking about. Mile High Sci-Fi. We did Cliffhanger? Uh, no, we did Demolition Man. And I had a pretty good Sylvester Stallone, and you were like, yeah, I do too. No way. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? You started about? doing it live. Did I? What did it sound like? You wouldn't stop. Uh, it sounded like Ray Romano. <laughs> you were like, hey, I'm Sylvester Stallone. It's me, Sly Stallone. Oh, it's... What's going on? I wrote a screenplay. Man, I know Sylvester Stallone, and that was not Sylvester Stallone. That was pretty piss poor. Well, I say, I say, I say, that was a pretty good impression, actually, there, man. <laughs> what am I, like a chicken who owns a plantation? What the hell is this? <laughs> who wrote this character? I say. <laughs> I say it. Pretty, yeah, yeah it, sounds I, like, it sounds like you're about to. I say it for sure. Foghorn Leghorn, yeah, says it. He's, he's, he's ruling the roost. Yeah, when he when he kept saying, I say, I say, I say, it was, that was a warning That's what, to any African-American listeners to leave the room, because he was about to blast one. <laughs> anyway, Dr. Kev, uh, thank you for the advice that we do need to get back to spaying and neutering pets before it's too late. Yeah, I mean, I just don't want... You know, people hitting more and more animals with their cars. Because you don't want to see that, you know. You're on your way to work. You just got to go buy a bunch of roadkill with name tags on it. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, a bunch of white crosses on the side of the road. <laughs> They're a bummer, man. White for the dogs, black for the cats. Why? Uh -huh. Because everybody likes duality. <laughs> dogs are boys, cats are girls. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear them out. <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> 
I like uh, the porno Foghorn Third Leghorn. Because <laughs> he's just hanging hog the whole time. If he doesn't have pants on, why wouldn't you see a big old dick down there? That's a pretty good point. <laughs> Rooster, roosters actually do have the biggest dicks of all bird species. I thought it was a condor. Condors are pretty, they have a pretty cool dick, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank those are our guests, everyone. Thanks for thanks yeah, for coming in. We're over code right now, so we should probably <laughs> kick everybody out. <laughs> Doctor Kev, thanks for coming through. Good luck uh, taking care of uh, all of our fine feathered friends. No problem, man. I gotta get back to having sex with a couple of people. You know, I like to uh, I like to take them to bed two at a time. That way, when I'm done, they got someone to talk to. Classic. Bookend joke from Dr. Kev. Opener and a closer. That's when you know it's funny. Well, I, I take him to bed two at a time. I got an opener and a closer in. <laughs> right, yeah. You got somebody to read the announcements. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody else to bust trays of, you know, bust tables. I'll be busting. I bust all the time. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> I think Dr. Kev hit his head getting back getting down here into the basement. And that was that was one of our patented gags on the podcast, doing an impression of someone that not a lot of people know who it is. It's Dr. Kev Tuesdays <laughs> here at ninety nine point six. Welcome to the Wacky Wedge, getting you through drive time. We- I am Boomer. And I'm Esiason, and we are the, the Bengals. <laughs> here we go, we got four seconds of poison. Here I am. All right, and we're back. <laughs> Just ADHD radio. Coming up next, we're giving away $10,000. But first, put your hand in this. <laughs> Ew. Ew, gross. <laughs> oh, that baby crying means one thing. We got a baby in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> it means my wife left me and I can't afford a sitter. Oh, no. <laughs> That, that thing about hitting a guy with your car, or hitting dogs with your car, sure. reminds me that time Alex Ash hit that guy with his car. Like in Speaking the of another person that people need to know about. <laughs> yeah, Alex Ash, uh, impresario. Old Double A, the enforcer. Yeah, yeah, Alex Ash Anonymous. He hit a guy triple with his a. car in the morning. He needed AAA that day. He did, yeah. Get this come... guy out from under my drive shaft. Hey, AAA, can you come scrape the hair and teeth off the grill of my car? <laughs> I got a guy named Axel underneath my front axle. <laughs> Guns and roads. Axel, holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> like Axel Foley. Axel Foley artist. <laughs> oh, my back. <laughs> Alex Ash hit a guy with his car in the morning and that night still hosted his open mic? It's called dedication. Yeah, it's called needing the $30 from Ferris on the Platte. It's called, where do I go from here? I'm feeling it! (laughs) (laughs) I hit a guy with my car! I'm feeling it! I gotta get out of here! I'm feeling it! I think I'm gonna get arrested! I'm feeling it! I'll never recover from this! I'm feeling it! I just took a Vicodin! I'm feeling it! <laughs> I hit a guy with my car. His smile faded in the review. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that, that night we all knew he hit a guy with his car to death. By every, the way. Everybody was loving it. Everybody made fun every time he went up. You know, like every comic would go up. I'm like, hey, keep it going for uh, you know the last comic. He was dying up here. As bad as that guy Alex hit with his car. So just like 35 hot takes on yeah. the crime he committed against another human being. That was a fun memory. Thursday. I was telling Thursdays at the Platte. T- this is, today marks 15 years of me living in Denver. Sick. Yeah. 
even though I don't live in Denver anymore. Yeah, I moved to Denver 15 years ago today. That's cool. When you were 18? I was 18 years old. You and uh, Clay? No, me and Krusty and Bonzo. Krusty and Bonzo. And Nick Salazar. Nicky Salazar. The solar panel impresario. He had the smell to... He is. He's going to... You're going with shrimp. He's going with solar energy. I think he's going to win out. Well, he got sober, so... Nice. That'll do it. Sober solar. Yeah. No more falling off the roof. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Something's got to (laughs) give. He he was flying too close to the sun. Now he's harnessing the power of the sun. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Why not team up? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it. <laughs> also, my power bill's way too high. I'm feeling it. I gotta do something quick. I'm feeling it. Where do we go from here? I'm feeling it. Let me get on the roof. I'm feeling it. I fell off the roof. Now I can't walk without a chair. <laughs> Steering with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a quadriplegic. <laughs> There's Trav. He was a great drummer. Yeah, he was until what? He got sober? No, he got he's, in a car, he's, he's, he got a plane crash. Remember, and he was covered. Yeah, but he's okay. I don't think he's okay. He recovered. He played Nirvana covers with uh, Post Malone. No, I think that he had to eat his wife and son in order to survive because they were like out in the they, that plane crash they, they were outside out in, of Coachella yeah they were out in the, the boonies for a while okay well I a shrimp I saw I saw I watched that Post Malone thing not that long ago some of it it came up on my YouTube and I was like alright I guess and I was like hey Travis Barker I always liked that he's that was, back I liked Post Malone that was the uh, the sequel to Cheers after Sam died <laughs> and right. they were like where do we go from here <laughs> Sam is dead <laughs> Cliff shot up the post office. <laughs> His neighbor's dog talked to him. He's feeling it. Speaking of which, that's... Uh, well, we shouldn't tell people the story of Chubby Behemoth too much. Why? Figure it out on your own. Because the breadcrumbs are there, man. Figure it out. Yeah, follow the breadcrumbs. Get on YouTube. Start feeling it. <laughs> Blink-182 ruled. I saw them uh, with The Used... And okay. I think Goldfinger okay. at the Ogden Theater when I was 14 years old. And my uh, my dad took me and my buddy Casey Boulding. And boy, did he hate that show. <laughs> we yeah. were like, this rules! And my dad's like, you know, four days sober or whatever at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess Shaky handing. Yeah, he got in trouble for smuggling and a camelback full of coffee. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then, yeah, anyway, the youth sucked. That was, like their, that was their first show. They were They're from Salt Lake. That was their first show ever on the road. Oh, like weird. in a big venue. Right, went right right after they hit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that they were like a wild live show because the lead singer would like scream until he puked. He like, went for it. Yeah. He was trying really hard. But yeah, trying to cover up the lack of a solid bass line or something. Right, and there was also like 12 people in the room because they went on first. Yeah. You know? But yeah, man. Blink-182, great stuff. Never saw I didn't. I'm so stupid that I didn't get Link. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was a pun. Uh-huh. Until maybe seven hours ago, I woke up this morning. <laughs> I was in, I was in a, in a de- cold sweat, and my eyes came open at six o'clock, and I said, "Oh my god, I get it." It's crazy. It's an yeah, epiphany. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, I think I got it late too, which is dumb. Yeah. Not seven hours ago. Maybe like 2018. I was like, oh, all right, the pieces fit. (laughs) I'm feeling it. (laughs) Yeah, I started feeling it. And I 
open my own third eye. My third eye is between my butt cheeks. My favorite bands are Tool and Blink-182. I felt like an idiot hosting that UMS, because I... As we've covered, I like Chevelle and Shine Down. Mississippi Queen. <laughs> Saliva. It's like a perfect song to me. <laughs> Mississippi so, yeah. Queen is a perfect song. It is, but you know what I mean. That UMS is a whole other thing of like, yeah, whatever. A bunch of posers and hosers. Garage fuzz. There's too many. I almost said too many pronouns, but <laughs> okay, that's a different topic. That's for the Patreon. Uh, <laughs> no, they too many descriptors of. That you have to get right, you know, in order to capture somebody's sound. Yeah. Also, musicians all think they're funny, and they couldn't be less funny. Oh, yeah. They, they think sarcasm is still, like, the height of wit. Yeah, they're acting like David Schwimmer from Friends. <laughs> it's like Ross is, is their king. We were on a musical break. Yeah, they're hitting people with not. We were on a solo. Yeah, not. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, well, this, 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 this new album's kind of a major departure. Not. <laughs> they go for a high five, Scan and they the pull room. it away <laughs> last second. Got you. Too ass. slow. Yeah. <laughs> a pie. Check thighs. And they... <laughs> Nobody will ever beat us. No, that's a fun gag, by the way. Go up behind your friends when their their legs are split, and you slap your hand between their legs like it's a fish. <laughs> the hummingbird. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? Uh, I got turned on to uh, over we the go. weekend. Uh, Noah Reynolds showed me a fun thing called uh, the bean dip. And it's where you flick your chubby friend's boobs from the underside. Ugh, I fucking hate that. Bean dip. Oh, yeah. You... That's sex assault. <laughs> well, if, if you know, if you're friends with the person... I hate it, a guy who goes for a titty twister. Well, yeah, that's too far. Yeah, as a, as a, fat, as a fat youth, as a having your friend slap your tit... Tornado survivor. Oh. I don't like anything that makes light of strong gusts of wind. I just, I hate getting my tit slapped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice reminder. Hey, did you forget that you're fat and the, gross looking? Yeah, that you're an adult with breasts. That shirt's too small? Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Orlando indie shirt. I would have beat the fuck out of Noah Reynolds if he went for my tit. Uh, no, it was okay. I would have broken him wide. You get off on it because he's a boy. It, it was fine. <laughs> you I, liked it, the fresh-faced youngsters we're, we're fondling your, your meat. Yeah, he looks like he's 14, but he's not. It's perfect. fucks like he's 38. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> cool I was feeling dick. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Try it out. You might like bean dipping. It's also sounds like hate speech. A bean dip? It's not. It's completely innocent. I promise. Well, as a Mexican American, I don't care for it. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, I'm a quarter Latino. Yeah, supposedly. Well, supposedly? Yeah. Go dig up my grandma, <laughs> Sophronia Escabel. Huh? Oh, you, damn. Yeah, let's go dig her up. Nice. Let's get her, we'll have to take off her ceremonial sombrero <laughs> that she was buried in and uh, remove her poncho. But, uh, yeah. Abuelo, as we called her, we used to call her grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> it was very confusing. My grandma didn't like being Mexican, so she purposely forgot Spanish. <laughs> so I remember I was learning Spanish in high school, and she was like, ah, not, I don't care. Now, uh, all apologies is my favorite Nirvana song, yeah. and we should try to wrap this up, because you have more exciting news. You're not just a shrimp farmer and a hot dog enthusiast. No, I'm also a registered sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> we should have gotten to that in episode one. I have to break the news here. Look, if you're listening to this... Uh... Whoa. Boys make mistakes. All boys right. don't cry, but they can make mistakes. Yeah, and that boy's mistake was letting me follow him into the elevator. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, look at all these tokens I've got. <laughs> yeah, I was pulling the old Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> you went for the record. No, yeah, buy my book, you pigs. It'll be in the uh, the Denver Sunday Post if we ever start releasing these. Yeah, that's uh, we should that, probably get these out. Yeah. Well, no, you got to record a few before you, because you know, if we miss a week, then we can slide in a pre-recorded, uh, you know, timely episode that will slip into the week's news. Like, yeah. hey, did you guys hear about 9-11? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's this new disease, uh, this, what is it, the coronavirus? I don't know. Anyway, I think it's a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a big deal at all. Yeah, no. I like how everybody got to say early on, with such confidence, it's nothing. Like, well, how do you know that? Because uh, other times we thought something was going to be bad, and then it wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, I think our nice next, job, Matt Gabriel. Our next guest, actually, he wanted to weigh in on the uh, the coronavirus uh, reality. Yeah. He didn't want to be named, but uh, he just came in from North Carolina, and uh, I think I think he just just came down the stairs right now. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. Uh, just out there spreading lies and spreading thighs. Oh, no. <laughs> what? In the name of God. <laughs> now, uh, we're going to call you JT. Sure. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, what? What you wanted to, you wanted to tell our, our people something, right? Wake up. Turn off the Chevelle. I sound like I'm giving away tickets to Shinedown, but <laughs> no one is have no one's playing any Chevelle. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's for well, sure. that's fine. Uh, in God we trust. Uh, I wanted to make sure that people with wake Rod up. we thrust. That's what I always say. When you talk like this, you know that the truth is the only sound that can escape. <laughs> now I feel like we should have given you a minute to maybe remember how your voice is, because <laughs> it seems like you're struggling with doing your own voice right now. And I'm pulling a real Dr. Cam down here. <laughs> Did you see him coming up? We passed in the hall. Yeah, I told him to wake up, and he said, Brother, I've been asleep for the last 25 years. Wow, it's like he's in the room. I do a pretty good Dr. Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Dr. Cam down. <laughs> anyway, you guys, take the red pill is what I came down here to say. Take the red pill. Read Sam's book. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of red pills in there. A lot of truth going on in there. It's a real page-turner. Uh, the fact that I talk like this means that I throw up more than the lead singer from The Used, you know what I mean? Uh, this is just acid reflux personified. I don't know what's going on right now. Hey, you called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. The oh, now we got Johnny the... Thunder. Is that who this is? This is JT, Johnny Thunder, live. From, from Love Comes in Spurts. <laughs> Well, I heard your friend is actually coming down, too, but he'll be on the next episode. Uh, so, yeah, guys, thank you for joining us, JT. Damn, I don't, know why I, I don't know why I didn't talk for the last couple minutes, and then I just started coughing real bad. Yeah, that is weird. It's fucked up. You, well, you did eat a, b- a bunch of owl pellets. <laughs> anyway. That dude was right. Follow the money. And uh, <laughs> let's uh, wrap this one up so you can go get your picture took. Yeah, she'll, she's going to be here at 2.15, so we got a couple minutes. Oh, well, then... Let's get back into it. Oh, crap, you're here again? Uh, well, yeah, no, we're just we're just continuing the trend of making fun of people that uh, don't know... We have a podcast, because no one we have does a podcast, right now. no. Mm-mm. But we do, and it's called Chubby Behemoth, and it's been pretty good so far. Yeah, dude. 
Uh, let's keep doing them. I think we're probably going to edit out that last interview we did, but everything else in this thing is going to go. Whatever you want to do, man. Oh, well, right. I guess it's up I to can, I can do a voice, too. Oh, speaking of oh. terrible impressions, Hello. let's get one more in there. Hey, it's me. Mike Stanley. Hey. I, you, you hear something I'm, that I don't. This, this is me. This is how I talk. And you were just shitting on my JT? Oh, friend. I wasn't shitting. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I don't shit. I thought it was in, he was in the room with me right here. <laughs> I don't poop. <laughs> that's, that's something fun about me, actually. I don't, I don't defecate, friend. <laughs> I don't poop. I don't defecate, bud. <laughs> what if you didn't poop? That'd be, that's one of the true pleasures in life. I don't masticate. I just swallow everything. You don't chew? Yeah. Apparently we're supposed to be chewing for, like, every bite of foods you're supposed to chew for five minutes. You're, you're supposed to say the ABCs four times. You're supposed to sing happy birthday twice. Yeah. And then what about the what Pledge about, of Allegiance. You know what's a fun thing is the black happy birthday song. They have their own happy birthday. Huh? You know what I'm talking about? Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. That's to you. Stevie Wonder yeah. did that. Yeah. I sang that once in front of Jordan Temple, and he said, who told you about that? <laughs> and then we all laughed. <laughs> Nice. We need to have, you know, we have our own in my culture, obviously. Feliz cumpleaños. Cumpleaños. Feliz. Cumpleaños. Feliz. I'm feeling it. Cumpleaños, queridos, abuelito. I'm feeling it. Abuelito is little grandpa. Abuelito. <laughs> you got a little tiny grandpa, don't you? Tiny grandpa. Oh, a little tiny grandpa. Hey, what's going on? I live in a shrimp tank. <laughs> Let me out of here! <laughs> I'm getting cucked by all these betas. <laughs> they keep fucking me in my ass. Sucks. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> oh, Mickey. Oh, Mickey Mouse. Huh? So I think we all learned some stuff on this episode. One, friendship is love. Uh, two, take any gig you can. Especially the sicker the kids, uh, the richer the experience. And three, we should probably uh, plan out. Our guests a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really. Yeah, we we had a couple too many yeah. bumping into each other up and down the uh, staircase here right. at Mutiny. But it's okay. We're still figuring out what this is. Hopefully, you had some laughs. Hopefully, you learned some stuff. Hopefully, you got hard. <laughs> Hopefully, you're uh, driving around in your Mazda CRX and you're just fucking rock hard. You got a shiny, turgid dick. A real. Uh, a real, a real tusk. There's something. Uh, one of my favorite things about stand-up is the idea that you can distract or you know uh, have some escapism, and I hope that this can be a little bit of that. You know, we're going to cover all kinds of random shit, but mostly we want to be silly and do funny voices and make fun of people. Right, because this is the official podcast for people who adults who do Cartman voice. So don't forget <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, do a JT again. Yeah, and <laughs> Blink One Eight Two rules. Hopefully, hopefully you're feeling it. 